fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Fade You podcast here to preview NFL Week 13. Thanks for checking us out. If you're listening on the pod, go ahead and subscribe. We've got a lot of good stuff coming your way. Uh, we had a great year, 2022. We just got the Spotify unwrapped today. That was kind of cool. Looking ahead to 2023. Looking ahead to December. We're recording today on November 30th at 4.30 p.m. here on the West Coast. Contest lines just came out, so we got everything coming your way. Definitely make sure you're following the Twitter at FadeUSports. Help follow and support the show. Share it with your friends. We appreciate that so much and are thankful for all of you guys who have been listening along the way and following along. Love you guys. Matthew James here with most of the crew. Uh, Joe, Mexico on vacation. How about that? So, hola to you, Chris Duke. Hola, como estas? To all my Mexicanos, yeah, lo siento, you're not moving on. You just couldn't beat Saudi by enough points or goals, but they put up a great fight today. And I degenerated the over second half, which cashed mighty quick. So hip, hip, hooray, Mexico. Okay, I got to bring in Kmart for this one because I was reading about this on Twitter during my break at work today. There was some question as to who would advance and the tiebreaker was going to come down to like, gentlemanly conduct or some shit did i have that right yeah i think i think if if there's like a tie in points and goal differential i think the next tiebreaker is like the team with least yellow cards or something so the least dickish team yeah goes through yeah something really weird imagine that being a tiebreaker in the nfl like to go to the playoffs less penalized team goes through. Can you imagine? Raiders are forever fucked. <laughs> and the donkeys. Well, it's oh, like the NBA, it's like the NBA rule where like after so many flagrant is it after so many flagrant fouls you get suspended for a game? Right? Isn't yeah. Draymond Te- Draymond technicals. Technicals, yeah. right? Draymond Green's yeah. always in trouble for that shit like every year. That was Rashid Wallace back in our our oh, day. Oh yeah. Yeah, now we're talking Rashid. Uh, Kmart's been hot in soccer. Everybody should make sure you're following him at Kmart's underscore angles. Enjoying the hell out of the World Cup. Guy's texting us yesterday after USA wins. He's like, guys, fuck all of you at work. I'm out at a bar smashing IPAs. So, I mean, I was only smashing them during the game. Then I had to rush home to finish up some work. But, Uh yeah, no, it was. Not all of us can drink on the clock, Kyle. Paying, he's paying I, I all clocked out for lunch this month. He's so successful. Thank you. Thank you. Very but definitely, definitely follow Kmart. I mean, rest of the World Cup. Um, I personally can't do it. I can't pretend I like soccer once every four years. So I, I, <laughs> I couldn't care less, honestly. But Kyle, Kyle does. He actually watches this shit. So believe, I mean, I don't know how, but he does. It's, I, I just love the countries, man. I love the patriotism. I, I, it's just fun. There's there's actual there's actual fan bases that that give a shit and understand the sport, and that's kind of what's made me become a fan of it. It's just you don't have these fair weather dipshits who don't don't know what this or that is. You know they're just so passionate, and you know win or lose, they're just kind of out there having fun. It's 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 just it, it actually unites the country somehow. The beautiful game, right, Neil? Yeah, I love the the their pageantry of their falls when they, you know, <laughs> look like they're dying on the ground, and then they can go run for four miles um, right afterwards. It's just it's it's a miracle. It's a it's a fabulous, miraculous game, and and kudos to all of them um, and, their, so, and their determination. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll watch so- USA when they play, but I'm with you, man. I can't I can't get behind it. I mean, that, that's probably my biggest sticking point on the sport. And I was talking to my buddy yesterday who has played it, you know, growing up and still does. And I told him, well, let's, you know, I'll join your league because, you know, I want to learn more of the rules and understand why you guys flop like little pansies all the time. 
So he kind of gave me, you know, the breakdown of it. And it makes sense, you know, like the shoulder to shoulder, you know, tackles and bumps and whatnot. You want to draw the foul, but some of it, you know, if if you're making your touch and a guy kind of knocks you off, you just kind of have to over exaggerate. I'm like, yeah, I guess, but you also just look like a pussy. Like, I don't know. I, I always grew up being the smaller guy. Like, if I got knocked down, like I didn't. I tried my best not to because I didn't want to feel like the other team was or the opponent was superior to me. So, you know, it's just a different mindset in that league, I guess. Well, I think just the sport. I mean, you look at college basketball right now, and right now this is the first year where college basketball flopping is a one-shot technical foul against you. So, right. again, it's, no, completely it's, up to, it's completely up to the ref's, you know, determination. But, right, usually, like, flop was just, okay, it's – foul goes to the other team it's a one-shot technical now in college basketball i think it's one of the greatest rules that college basketball has imposed now to try to get this shit out of you know get it out of the game i mean it's a problem in every sport right basketball's got flopping hockey's got diving sometimes i mean fuck watch the nfl last sunday night that packers game while they're getting the eagles cock shoved down their throat they're Laying on the ground, faking injuries, trying to get timeouts. It's kind of embarrassing yeah. at times. So yeah, everybody's and, and they over exaggerate when they're being held too to try to draw the hold. Oh yeah. You know, they'll start going like you know, falling back and just trying to show that they they can't get forward and get through. Yeah. No flopping in golf though, right, Chris? Bunch of tough as nails motherfuckers on tour. Tiger playing with a broken leg. Yeah, no biggie. No biggie. All what, right. What, was that Finald who who broke his ankle in the master on par the whole, three? On the par three, yeah. And resets uh-huh. it and then just continues to play. Top 10 or something like that. Yeah, that was nope, crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. All right, let's talk some NFL football. Uh, week 13 already. So for those of us in the Westgate Super Contest, you know, we're all having nice seasons. I don't know that anybody's going to finish top 30. We'd love to see somebody make a late run at it but these fuckers keep firing 70 percent four and one four oh and one but last six weeks here everybody's got a chance for the final six week contest so i'm gonna try to get our shit together and give out some winners so let's have a good show dads uh joseph hamill is uh off a four and one so he's tied me at 37 and 23 coming off his four and one he would pick first if he was here his play is dallas minus whatever the number is Wow. Minus a billion. Wow. He says, lay it. Uh, he does point out that Dallas has a rest advantage. They played on Thanksgiving. Indianapolis played on Monday night and is traveling to Dallas. Uh, aren't we so excited we get to watch the, watch the Colts in primetime again? Isn't that awesome? And they made a Can't nice wait. second half of it. Yeah. That's one way to look at it. Uh, he says Ryan will get sacked approximately 17 times, which I think is an exaggeration. Um, if I'm just being completely objective, Colts are fucking awful and won't continue to cover or won't score enough to cover. We'll continue to die on the Colts suck sword. It did work out for me last week. He adds he, he, so the, so the Colts have become his Steelers. Matt I Ryan, is his new big yeah, Ben. I think so. Okay. I mean, he makes he made some good points like against the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. I like his points. Like when I when I saw the line, to me the game's a pass. But you know, I probably leaned on the Colts side. But I mean, there there's a lot of reasons why we've taken the Cowboys this year, and based on what we've seen from the Colts that's kind of why I'm passing it. You know, it's a lot of points, but it's like, fuck, dude, like, can they block for Ryan? Is he going to just throw up three cupcakes that are returned? So to me, it's, I I just had to walk away from the game. Westgate opened this at 10 as of Wednesday afternoon. It's 11. I think the the contest make it 11 and a half. 11 and a half. So they're expecting this to continue to move towards a fat primetime fave. Chris, what do you think about this one? I tend to agree with Kmart. It's probably a pass, but I mean, I'm sure as fuck not laying that 11 and a half with <laughs> the Cowboys, especially after what you just saw they let the Giants do. 
go down the field and get in the back door. I, I'm not saying, you know, I don't know. Matt Ryan's fucking way better than Daniel Jones, but I mean, they have the, like Kmart said, they have the ability to go score. They showed it against the Steelers. They didn't do anything in the first half, came out and scored 14 quick ones. But, um, I don't know if this will make the contest. I definitely, obviously, Matt, we've talked about this primetime dogs, double-digit dogs. Um, you know, I mean, it just sets up. I don't know how he can lay it. I mean, we know what's happened. You laid it with the Eagles. They didn't cover against the Texans. But we've got people laying it. You laid it with the Chiefs against the Titans. They didn't cover. I don't know if, how many times people need to get burned with these double-digit dogs, but I guess we're just going to keep going back to it. So. You know, you look at the matchup, does not seem like Matt Ryan against the league's most ferocious pass rush is a recipe for success for the Colts. But, I mean, hey, when you're when you're laying double digits in the NFL, you really can't have many mistakes or things go wrong. You look at what the Colts did with that long punt return or a kickoff return to open the second half the other day. That gave them life, got them a quick seven. Dak throws a pick, loses a fumble. Teams find weird ways to hang around. I don't know if this would be the poop I would personally take on the Colts, but I don't know. Good luck to good luck to Vanilla Gorilla if they decide to lay the wood on Sunday night. I don't know. That's what all makes right. them good, though. I mean, they Nothing just they they they're all, they're just constantly from last year to this year just on the right dogs, right crazy yeah. fades. They they do one thing for a few weeks and then just totally reverse it. Their timing is just, I mean, I don't know. They have, they had bills on Thanksgiving. follow Joe and Jared. Cause they're, they had bills know. on Thanksgiving laying nine. That doesn't come in. They had Eagles the previous week laying it against the Colts. That doesn't come in. So there's plenty of times when they're laying it and it doesn't get through. I'm, I mean, but there's, like you said, there's plenty of time. Obviously they're tied in the lead and fade you with Matt. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I'm just looking at their overall record. I mean, I mean, that's probably something to look at how they've done on these long faves. But yeah, shit, dude, I've been saying it for weeks. I, I need to just start betting all of their plays. What's the public do on this game? Because it feels like it's a. Obviously, we know Cowboys is a very public team. But this is a very big number to lay, and the Colts were a little. It felt like the Colts were maybe a little trendy going into Monday Night Football. And again, it wasn't a blowout. You know, it wasn't a blowout, but culture right there at the end. I'm wondering what, like, what do we think this ends up? Yeah, because what they got stopped on a fourth down. I mean, yeah, they had the, the well, yeah. they had the the fumble on the one. They had first and goal from the one fumble. Yeah. Now they did force a three and out, get the ball, go score right after that anyway. But yeah, I mean, they had some. They had some bad luck in that game. And Chris, you talked about how did that work out against the Raiders. It's worth pointing out. That was a six-point favorite on the road. Now they're catching double digits. I mean, we know to be skeptical of the Colts as a favorite by now. We just saw it on Monday night. How are they going to do as a, a huge dog catching points? It nearly beat the Eagles, right? That was only two oh, weeks no. ago. Oh, I was referring to when he said lay it against the Colts. They're a dead team, and they won outright against the Raiders. Yeah, so okay, I'm, okay, yeah. You know, it's fading them. They Again, they faded, it, so he lost on that one, and then they laid it against them against the Eagles. So the Colts have kind of nipped them twice, and I think he's uh, hoping that they can regress back to their scum ways. Isn't he on the Steelers, though, on Monday night? with Yeah, going against the Colts again. Yeah, yeah. so one and two the last three weeks. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I mean, to answer your question, Neil, I don't know about the, the spread action, but you know going into Sunday night parlays teasers everything everything will end on on dallas on sunday night for sure all right i have had a hard time with this slate we have had a bunch of games um move we've had two favorite flips already through zero uh we've had some some other ones move like kansas city cincinnati is now under three so in looking through the slate I'm trying to find where the market still might not fully understand a, a team that has surprised. And I'm, and I texted Chris about this earlier. I don't know if I'm going to get my team to fire this. 
I'm looking at the Jets plus three. I'm looking at Minnesota that has had so much go right for them week after week after week. You get that Hunter Henry bullshit touchdown overturned last week. They return a kick for a touchdown. They get a roughing the punter on the Patriots to go and score on the game-winning drive. You're telling me this 9-2 and two Minnesota team is plus 5 in point differential? I just – I have – they have to they have to come back and regress a little bit and not get every single break. And I think the Jets have definitely surprised people. I don't think their defense gets enough credit for how good they actually are on the D-line. You're going to have a great matchup with Sauce Gardner against Justin Jefferson. Everybody's going to want to watch that. And I just think the Jets are finding ways to be scrappy. They clearly got a boost from Mike White. I know it was against Sorry at Chicago. But I think I'm going to try to convince my group to go J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Kmart, you're the one with all the Vikings futures. I want your take on this game. I just need one more win, and they're good. So I think you're going to get it. I think you're okay. Man, man like, it's a tough one. I, I looked at that one, too, and I was like, whoa, that line's what, two and a half, three? And like all the like, I, I kind of like looking at models, and all of it seems to be right. So I'd have to side with you on the Jets. I I just can't do it. To me, I have to throw the game out because it's. I agree with you. Vikings defense is pretty piss poor. So the Jets have an opportunity to stay in the game. You know, if I think Matt Mike White's going to start again, they have yeah. a lot of weapons on offense. I mean, if this team still had Brees Hall, I I probably wouldn't have jumped off of them. But I kind of died on them with that injury. Uh, maybe it's fantasy related. I don't know. But I, I feel like that team lost a little bit of its identity with that injury. Um, they just can't. They're just not quite as tough offensively. And then just their passing attack really kind of went sideways. But White found it last week, and I mean, I don't know what's happened to Elijah Moore, but if he can get going and just be a complimentary receiver to Garrett Wilson, that offense has something. Um, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, Gardner versus Jefferson. That's gonna that's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah, getting the points. I mean, how, how many times have we seen a game fall in between those three? Like three didn't used to mean is as much like oh it's a put like whatever like why play it but now i could definitely see uh you know whether they're they're winning by one or losing by one or two like i mean i I think that's probably the smart play did you guys see did you guys see you mentioned elijah moore after the game they were asking him about his his involvement because he scored and he said he grabbed the ball and he looked at it. He was talking to the ball. It's so good to see you again. Like, I love you. Uh, he, that dude's a character. He's a funny dude. Because, yeah. um, I mean, he was invisible with Zach Wilson. Mike White finds him. Not a lot of targets, but he did score. And, uh, yeah, he's like, it's so good to see you again. Um, Going to see more of you. And that's weird because last year he was just eating up the Dynamic. targets. Mm-hmm. And, like, and yep. he's still – his timeshare on the field is – astronomical and he just doesn't just not getting looks it's, it's nuts yeah. yeah you got anything on this one chris so it, i'll play the it's, or go ahead i'll play the other side of that i think in this game like do you feel again at three that feels like it's almost peak white hype right now like do you feel like you're buying so much of this hype in Mike White that that's why this at three because again I would say the Vikings home field advantage is probably about as good as it gets right now in the NFL especially two points as they're rolling so is it two so so you're saying that this is around like that these are equal teams and I get the big motivational win you've changed quarterbacks He's still Mike White at the end of the day. I don't know. I, and again, it, Matt said it, it was against the Bears, who have maybe have the worst defense in the NFL right now, especially after they've traded away, um, you know, two of their pieces with Rokron Swift and I forget who the other one was, Akins or something. But it's like 
is there so much hype built into this line right now making it Jets at three? That was what concerned me, and that's what actually led me to sort of think and take think that Minnesota get is is the side in this one. Right. Minnesota is off of rest. There is no trap, you know, they have zero travel um from Thanksgiving at home to this Sunday. Um I don't know. I did lean the other side and then I thought I'd take I thought Minnesota minus, you know, the three. Not worried about the hype, only because Minnesota is, is such a team that's been winning. I mean, again, their sure. point differential right. on the season at nine and two is plus five. Yeah. The four and seven Jacksonville Jaguars are plus twelve. Yeah, but take like, away it, that Cowboy and it's plus forty-two. I mean, let's. I, I, that's probably the only time Olympic judging makes sense. Taking away the so, highest and lowest, so you do that, it's it's okay. But they're still winning a lot of close games. They are. They're finding ways to win for sure. The one thing it's it's interesting you bring up the Dallas game. Great pass rush. Great pressure rate. Jets do that really well as as well. I mean, they're right up there with Dallas, New England, Washington at getting pressure on the quarterback. So if you're looking at matchups, maybe they can create some havoc there on that Minnesota offensive line. Um, we'll see. Chris, you got anything on this one? Yeah, I finally um, got to text my uh, my squares right uh-huh. Vikings. before. I text three. I have three main ones that I trust to fade. I asked for their top five. All three of them had Vikings in their top five. So um, I think, Neil, I think the the hype on the Vikings is always going to trump the Jets just because I think they still are going to justify it. It's Mike White. They don't even know who their quarterback is. You know, you know, they just beat the fucking god-awful Bears. So I think they're going to say Vikings look good. Look at what they just did on Prime. Yeah. 40-something points on Thanksgiving when they were fat as fuck after they ate their turkey. They're still happy about it. Eileen Jets, too, man. I was almost going to make this one uh, the one I talked about, but you beat me to it, so good. I'll talk about another disgusting dog shit team, poopy line. But, yeah, lean Jets here. We'll see. Um, I think my partner – let me see. Riley sent me his. Yes, he has Jets in his as well. Um, So – yeah, but are we shocked when Vikings win by 10-plus? Of course not. No. But are we shocked when the Jets, uh, you know, win and fuck everybody's money line parlay up and uh, they're minus three? No siree, bobber. All right, Chris, where are you going? Because there's a lot, of, a lot of candidates for poop. There's a lot of teams. Here we are going into week 13. Everybody has declared as D-E-D, all caps, Broncos, Texans, Rams, Bears. It's got to be one of those. Where are you going? Man, I almost want to go reverse poop. But uh, the second one, most one that, that matches are, because I asked Riley, I try to pick one that we both are on and uh, the fade guys are not on. Um, I think we'll probably end up on this one. Uh, unless these guys are going to talk about it. Are you guys talking about... First, I'm going to give a consolation. I think I want fucking Niners. Two of these squares text me Miami. Matt, you and I already talked about we think this is a square dog. I like Niners, but I'm going to save that one. I'm going to go Bengals. We're going to be on Bengals. Fuck it. Fuck the Chiefs. Stinky home dog. They're just dangling the minus. What is it in the contest? It's two, two and a half. Two? Oh, fuck. I always say that. Even about <laughs> games never land two unless it's uh... – I had plus two against TCU when Baylor had a home dog. They lost by one. That two came in handy. So when I had a thousand on it, but uh, let's go home dog Bengals rematch from the AFC championship. Everyone's going to say revenge. I don't buy that. Let's go Bengals clicking. Can't get revenge when you throw the game. It's a conspiracy theory out there at Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Well, Kyle, what do you think? I mean, I've, I, I mean, thought maybe talk- you would go with this one. You've, I'm sure you've thought about it, talked about it. So, what do you what do you think on this game? I think um, I'll wait for the Chiefs to jump out as they will, and then I'll get the Bengals plus ten and just jerk myself off to an easy win on that. But, <laughs> but like, 
I mean, they're going to get chased back. Um, their defense, once again, we saw it last week, held down the Titans and mighty Derrick Henry. Oh, they're just going to run, 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 run. Shut the fuck up. No, he's not. Um, <laughs> like, Bengals are good. Like, it's so weird to think about, but, I mean, Joe Burrow, probably a top five quarterback in the league right now. Statistics-wise and just who he is, they got three really good receivers. Jason Higgins, I mean, easily top 20, two top 20 receivers. I don't know how high we want to put Higgins, but phenomenal receiver there. Tyler Boyd, very good as well. Hurst is a tight end. Uh, I think they're getting Mixon back too. So when you want to talk about you know a rag of riches, not name the Niners on offense, I mean, you're looking at the Bengals. Um, the plus two is so weird. Like from what we've been doing this year, like it's almost an auto play, but it's still, ah, it's the chiefs. And that's, that's how I know it's like, you got to play it. Like I, I, I've been really looking at teams. Okay. Who can I tease? What's easy money. And then I've, I've literally just been doing the reverse. Like last Sunday, I had a really great NFL Sunday and I, I think I just have to, kind of find that i just i just have to convince my team that i'm not psychotic you know i'm just just try i'm trying to like get us it's like all right guys new quarter new six week let's come on five and oh let's let's get back in it um but yeah but i mean i think Bengals are i don't want to say the class of the afc but they're making moves to be you know in that conversation this team is in their last 19 games, 16 and three against the spread. What is yeah. the market missing? And like last Sunday, I was going to mention like Bengals are going to be probably my fade team this week because you mentioned last week how they have a ridiculous ATS trend going, but insane. It's, it's still just so weird. It's almost, I don't know. The, the game really mind fucks me. Neil, what do you think? Yeah, real quick, Burrow's last 18 starts, 15 and three against the spread. Like, Neil, share your thoughts. But, like, also, what is the market missing to continue to underestimate and undervalue this team? Burrow's Joe Montana. <laughs> well, they that would be the Steelers this year, and they lost to the – got butt raped by Browns. Maybe they're still remembering that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would say for this – for last year, just no one saw it coming, right? I think we can right. go back and look at last year. No one saw this that type of run coming. So you walk, you go into this year, and then okay, Mark's got his hands right up. But he, he did, he did. We laughed at him, and he did. Yeah. But you go into this year, and you have you know the narratives of Super Bowl, hang, you know Super Bowl hangover, and was it just you know a flash in the pan? Um, and it's clear, it's clearly not. I had already texted you know the plays that I liked Bengals. Plus two, you know, at home was certainly one of them. One of the reasons I liked Tennessee last week, and I think I mentioned was this was kind of a, I thought it was going to be a look ahead spot for Cincinnati, right? Because this is their, I mean, this is their game. You have Kansas City coming in, um, you know, to your house the week after, and they still found a way last week to get it done. So, um, you know, Chase didn't play. I think the report was that it was completely precautionary. He could have played last week, but they were being overly cautious. And I think this game, you know, coming into this game, that has a lot to do with it. And from a defensive standpoint, like I would trust Cincinnati's defense to get a stop more than I would trust uh, Kansas City's at this point, even, you know, against Mahomes. So I I think the play is the Bengals. Like you said, everyone's going to be on Kansas City because it's Patrick Mahomes and it's Andy Reid. But I'll, I'll take the Bengals plus two. And, yes, Kyle, tease it up to eight. I, I'm not laughing at you, Neil. I got I got a little munchkin crawling in the background, and I'm just dying back here. It's fuzzy for us, but I feel your, your door keeps opening up. Opening. Oh my yeah, god! Is that baby crawling all over the place? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. She she You're wanted fucked. to come in. She loves she loves crawling all the way from the other room to come in here during the uh, the course of the day while I'm working and wow. just just make the silliest noises. <laughs> Okay, Chris, I want to know, did any of your fade guys have any side in this one? Were they KC? Oh, yeah, of course. Two of them had Chiefs, yeah. So, that, And Riley had – me and Riley both had Cincy. We'll see. Um, 
Yeah, so they're one of them had Ravens. We're probably going to end up on Broncos as the ultimate. How many times are we going to say the ultimate buy low spot on that? Although I don't think they've ever caught. Oh my eight. god! Have they caught eight this entire season yet? I don't think so. They still it's for fuck's sake they were favored last week. They shouldn't be favored over fucking sisters of the poor. But I, I don't know. Uh, go Broncos! I want to send that gift oh. so bad. <laughs> That I is mean, one of the best that, gifts. It's if that's not poop, I don't know what is. All I would say about that is fuck the Ravens for what they did to me last week. I don't know if they can cover a yeah. touchdown spread. I mean, they can't hold a fourth quarter lead for God's sakes. So I don't know. All right, Kyle. Um, Chris stole Bengals. I don't know if you were going to talk about that. Chris, surprisingly, I, not. I I, I, I tried to not. I tried to stay unhomer on this. Um, wow, that's so. You, this one's. This one's weird, um, and I hope I think Chris will side with me on this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna follow Matt's side and go with the New York team, not called the Jets, but the Giants. Home dog plus two and a half. Um, not too sure why they're getting plus two and a half, except, I mean, I, I know why. Like they should be minus two and a half, but you got you got the Commanders, who I think have what covered seven straight. Something crazy again. Yeah, they got Chase Young back, so they have all the hype. This game is it's got playoff implications already over it because you got a seven four versus seven and five. But I feel like the wrong team's favored. Um, Giants have said it numerous times. All they can do is run the ball. They've showed some signs of passing. I, I'm not. I don't understand why they can't pass better with a quarterback like Jones. When they have a running attack like they have, it it, it makes no sense. Um, but I think what I think what Jones can do, and what with Barkley and some of their receivers, how they're coming together, I feel like they can kind of put this rush off just a little bit and get enough points. Getting two and a half at home, like it, it's just weird. I don't think the Giants are going to win this thing by ten, but you know, three, four, five, that number. Um, that's probably going to be the bet, you know, I'm, I'm looking for, because I'm just tired of getting these bets where, you know, one or two of my guys are on the opposite side. Like, so I'm just trying to find something where I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to touch, you know, everyone loves these road faves for whatever reason. So I'm like, I don't know if they're going to quite get on board with the commies. Cause I've had to convince them to get on them a handful of times. So that's that's what it's going to be for me is Giants and then I think we've talked about a couple of others I'm looking at too. Can anybody explain the line move in this one? Kyle did mention that the Giants are getting two and a half. This line has moved from it's moved up to two and a half. It was it looks like they opened it. Okay, it's moved around a little bit. Two and a half down to two to one and a half, and now back up to two and a half. Anybody explain the move towards Washington? Is it just this cover streak they're on? I think I, I think it has something to do with the bets. Like every market I look at has has more of the money on Washington, but it's it's pretty split. Um so yeah, I, I I'm not sure it's probably just heavy money on one side. Because I don't feel like there's been any big news that can move it up that much. I thought I read earlier in the week the Giants are hoping to get some people back. They're hoping to get um, maybe a couple O-line guys back, maybe a cornerback, a uh, pass rusher back, one of their tight ends back. They've been pretty banged up. And that was something we talked about in their game going into Dallas. And a million guys are injured. So it's a curious line move to me. Chris, we're never going to be shy about a, a home division dog, right? Yeah, I agree with uh, you. You and I talked about this one earlier, too. It's kind of weird. Like, why is that line going up? I mean, uh, Josh Applebaum mentioned that the Giants are kind of a trendy dog, but I I agree with Kyle. I think it's more split. I don't think they're that. It's not like a as lopsided as a lot of these other ones. And um, I wish – I'm glad they covered for you, Matt. I wish Giants would have got, like – fucking molly walked by 50 that way really i'd be on this but they made it kind of look better than it was on thanksgiving um and uh i mean what can you say the falcon should have fucking 
beat them outright last without that tipped pass. It would have been four and one for us last week. But uh, yeah, I lean towards Giants too. Like you said, they look bad right now. And, um, you know, how much more devalued can they get? Because everyone, this Giants team is fake. They're fake seven and two, seven and one. And here they are in the command. And the Commanders were a dead team. Everyone quit on Rivera. And here they come. They're two heading in two opposite directions. Uh, we tend to take uh, the points when that happens. Weird spot for this one, too, in that Washington plays this game, then goes on their bye, and then hosts the Giants, I think. is that Do I have that right? Yeah. Washington week 14 yeah. bye, and then week 15, it's a, another game against the Giants two in a row against the same opponent. Oh, yeah, that's what scares me, too. Yep. This fits that trend of a division team playing, going into a bye. It's been on fucking fire. The Jets mm. did it against the Bills, the Raiders, the, the Eagles. I mean, it's been on fire this year. It's like a 70% trend over the last decade, so that, too, kind of kind of scary. But uh, trends can't be perfect. We know they don't pay no. the win. Nope. All right, um, Neil, I don't know if you have anything to add to this one, or do you want to go ahead and give out a play? Next. No, I give a play. I, I, I side with Kyle. I, he'll get no pushback from me take, putting a home division dog um, in the contest. So I'll be I'll be with there with him, though. Um, yeah, my play, and I was a little surprised Chris didn't talk about it. So in honor, Chris, of you, um, I'm going to take the team catching five. Um, and I didn't get him in the contest last week. I got outruled, but I'm going to go Tennessee Titans. Going on the road to Philly, catching five. Um Again, weird nut, right? One of those weird numbers, meaningless numbers, dead numbers. Um, I mean, Tennessee was right in there. You have all the narratives, right, of this Tennessee team. And I think this is going to be one where everyone's going to see, oh, I can, I only have to lay five with Philadelphia and at home, a 10 and one team. I think public will be all over Philadelphia in this. No one wants to take Titans who just lost by a touchdown, you know, at home against the Bengals and um, all back variable you know, off a loss any day. So I'm, I'm going to be tight on Titans plus five. I don't know what the rest of my partners are going to think about this one, but I sided with them and left Titans out last week. And, uh, but I don't think I'm going to, uh, they'll, they'll get more pushback on this one this week for me. I mean, that, that's definitely the side I lean on too. It's just, it looks like a square, square dog. Um, but but it's the it's the Titans against I know, the I know, like, Philadelphia. Eagles. I'm not usually it's one not, really It's not a big everything. number. But I, yeah, I do, it's, and it's like, that weird. Like Chris said, it's, it's that weird number. I don't think this is like. I mean, think think of it this way. I mean, they they kind of did whatever they wanted on on Green Bay, but I kept score checking. I was like, why is this still in doubt? Like, why why am I sweating over this cover? Like there's something else going on there, so I mean, I I'm not gonna push it back. I don't I don't think it's gonna be in my top plays anymore. But um, yeah, I, I think Clara hates it, but what she said, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, Vrabel off a loss, getting five points, like that. That to me, like I'm totally fine. And please, for the love of God, can we have more dogs in our contest this week? This is a weird one for me because I feel like the, the Titans and Vrabel as a dog is just so out there and well-known by now. It's it's not going to happen every time. The one thing I would caution against, obviously Philly has a, tried to address their D-line, right? They signed a couple guys off the street. They did open their first-round pick from last year, his window to return from injured reserve. Jordan Davis, big motherfucker from Georgia, their not, run defense. Not the right week to ha- hope to put everything on your D-line together, though. I'm just saying, their With run Henry defense went to shit. When, when he went out, they got run on by Houston. They got run on by Indy. And if he's back, I wonder how much of a difference that makes. And, man, I was on Green Bay. Chris, you were on Green Bay Sunday night. When that fucking Philly offense gets rolling – they can, like Kyle said, they did whatever they wanted. They had absolutely no problem moving the ball at will. What, 300 fucking rushing yards in the first half or something like that? I mean, like, against 
if Tennessee can't run the ball, if they're a little limited on it offensively, you get blown the fuck out by this offense. Right. And like they had, they had a lot of big plays last week that resulted in, I think like, yeah, I've noticed points. So, I mean, some of the plays seeing Burks back there, you know, he's he's as advertised from at least what I thought he'd bring as a rookie now that he's healthy. So, I mean, they have pieces, but is is it enough? Because I don't I don't like their offense. You you bet this team based off the game's going to be shorter because obviously they're going to give Henry the ball a million fucking times and then he's going to break his foot again. And because of their defense. But this this team is a fake seven and four. Like, I don't even care if they go to the Super Bowl. They're, if they do it, it's they're getting by. Like, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't know how many teams are afraid of what they actually bring because there's not enough weapons. Like, you, you know, all they're going to do is hand off to Henry, and now you have an added, okay, they also have Burks. But what, what exactly does that mean? Can Tannehill actually get on the ball? So, so that, so that shortened game and that sort of a strength versus strength on the opposite side for both teams. So Philadelphia, it was is fourth in the NFL in rushing yards mm-hmm. per game offensively, where Tennessee's the third best defense in the league against the run. Right. So, what Philadelphia wants to do is what Tennessee can prevent, and conversely, then what. Tennessee is going to want to do with run the ball, pound it with Henry. Again, Matt said they've done things. Sue's on, you know, Sue getting Jordan Akins back potentially. There's a better chance, right, of Philadelphia preventing what Tennessee is going to want to do, but that just condenses the game down. And if you're going to catch five in the spot, again, no one understands how Vrabel manages his defense, but he does it time and time again. And so uh, it's going to be a shortened game. If Philadelphia wins this by three points, sure. Would it shock me if Tennessee came in and won this? No, because this is just what Tennessee does year after year. They win these games that they're not supposed to, especially in the regular season. Especially in December. I can't, yeah, I can't argue that. This has been their money spot. Chris, any of your fade guys on this game? No, I think they neglected. I don't think any of them uh, shows. I got one with Bills, of course, Vikings, I said. Browns, right? Texans are dead. Chiefs and Dolphins. Bills, Vikings, Dolphins, Chiefs, Chargers. Shocker, another road fave. Packers, road fave. Lions, of course, Matt, you talked about Jags being kind of sharp. Vikings, Falcons, Ravens. So more of the the, the typical teams, but... uh, Nobody, yeah, they're neglecting. But come, these are the guys too, though, that like they like to bet before and you'll look. Matt, I always send you guys the funny ass um, uh, teasers they'll do. Like they'll be the ones that'll tease the Cowboys from like 11 and a half down to five and a half just because they Please, can no one who's listening do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. They're get, they've got to win by seven, listeners, right? <laughs> Otto, Trent, goat shit. Uh, yeah. um, whale play whale play it no they'll they'll probably money line tease it down to a pick them right or a plus a half point on the eagles so that actually happened to riley's cousin last fucking week he had the eagles on monday night at minus a half or whatever or or he did that too against the fucking colts when they won two weeks ago he had it at minus a half they won 17 16 hey Square bets win too sometimes, but don't fucking do that, listeners. You'll get fucked in the long. Yeah, like I like everyone's probably gonna look at the Ravens minus eight and a half and be like, oh, tease it down to two and a half too. Like that's the one. Like you have to. Even if even if it loses, you can laugh at me, but that's that's the bet you have to take. The donkeys at plus eight and a half and money line, because so those are the big games that people just look at and be like, oh. This is, I forget what they call it, but this is the one that's going to be in all four of my parlays because it's the easiest one. The anchor. Yeah, the yeah. anchor play. And it's, those are the ones you look for, the ones that seem like so easy and too good to be true that are going to make it all back or make you, you know, help you make rent, whatever it is, Christmas presents, fade it. Like, 
all these games, I think like 90% of these games are coming down to like the final one or two possessions this year. Like parody parody is, is a real thing finally in the NFL. Let's touch on just a quick, a quick rapid fire. Um, we all think the Dolphins will be trendy. Chris mentioned it earlier. Oh, very trendy. Kyle, what what would have to happen for them to all be right? Like, what what's the argument that hey, Miami is not overrated? They offensively are so good they could actually win. What would have to happen for well, that to I th- occur? I th- I think the matchup problem that the Dolphins are going to find themselves is they like to stretch the field. They have between Waddle and Hill, 37 targets over 20 yards. And the one thing the Niners do very well is defend the the deep ball with their safety plays and their corner play. I know corners are, are shaky, but they also have got four of the better linebackers in the league too. They have guys coming in as depth, Al Shahir, who could be starting for some of these clubs. So the best way to really beat them is, is unfortunately kind of – Kind of a team like the Titans who can run it, but then also dump it off, as you saw the Chiefs do. Like, I, I look back at their schedule and I look at the teams that beat them. You, know, you had the Monsoon in Detroit or in Chicago. Uh, then you had the whatever you want to call it in Denver, bunch of injuries in Atlanta. Like, you can kind of make excuses for them. And then it's like the one team that truly beat them was the Chiefs. And I think how they play is a lot different than how the Dolphins play. Like when I first saw the line four, I was like, oh yeah, Dolphins all the way. But now as I've looked at it, like it's to me, it's Niners or no play. Um, You know, I I don't expect the Niners to have their fifth shutout in the second half, but I think the Dolphins are going to struggle to be successful on how they've been for successful for most of the season. And the Niners, I think, will be able to score on their defense because I don't think their defense is is great. I wonder if people will hear about the For Niners' sure, injuries. At, or go ahead, Neil. No, I was going to say Dolphins' defense is awful, but I was going to make a point. Just so, what what do you think of the the coaching matchup? Right, I think that's oh, phenomenal. It's phenomenal, right? Like, and that's where I think the sort of the wild card of all of this is is that. We'll, we'll see both, who is really should, the brains of the Niners in this well, game. They, sh- they should both know what they're going, that what each of them are trying to do, right? Offensive, offensively, right? So then it leads you then to sort of think, okay, then who defensively who can make a stop? I would lean San Francisco, uh, you know, I would lean San Francisco and lean on their defense a little bit more. But I mean, we're talking how many years did these did Shanahan and McDaniel's sit in a room together? talking offense it's a very intriguing yeah it's gonna be fun matchup as well with two offensive you know off two offensively minded coaches who put everything together it's uh, i thought that was intri- i thought that was intriguing from a matchup perspective yeah fascinating game i mean dolphins maybe they are kind of the square dog of the week all chris's fade guys are like wait a minute they got a better record Go ahead and give me the four points. I'll take that all day. But we've seen that Niners defense be very stout. We uh, I got to see that firsthand. Thank you, Andy Dalton. Thank you, Saints. Um, great job in the red zone, guys. Thank you. Uh, speaking of the Saints, we want to talk Monday Night Football. Really interesting division game. This line has come down. I think it's three yeah, it's and a half three now. And a half. It was six. Uh that's interesting. That to me I is guess. a Kurt Duke special snap call bucks all the way. Like, I guess that. people were so impressed with what they saw from Dalton last week that they just rushed to hammer the Saints <laughs> to to move that line down to three and a half. Dear God. Yeah, yeah another fantastic yeah, Monday night matchup. Couldn't be more excited. We got, we just got, we got on the Bucks. I don't know. To think we get to go from Indy and Pittsburgh and that juggernaut to this game now. Fantastic. Great job. God, thanks for flexing flexing. Niners Dolphins. 
Yeah, it's too bad Monday Night Football can't flex and they're locked in. Uh, hopefully yeah. a lot of more plays because these teams fucking hate each other. Uh, it wasn't last game when they played week two. Mike Evans got suspended the following game. Evans a lot of So money, th- yeah. they might legitimately actually try to kill each other if they play. Uh, a <laughs> lot of hatred. Saints are dead. See you, Pachanga, Chris. Playoffs dead. Everything dead. <laughs> Win total over dead. Last thing on the pod today. We know the Rams are dead. Chris's Rams are dead. D-E-D, dead. Nobody's left. Uh, Cup's out. Stafford's out. Allen Robinson's out. Now Donald's out. Are they this dead for Seattle to lay seven on the road? Kmart would agree with me. Kmart would agree with me. This is an easy lock. Tease it down to one and a half. That's all you have to do, folks. These are my favorite plays of the year. Just kidding. I never fucking did a teaser all year. Take the fucking Rams. Take the disgusting home dog. Fucking Bryce Perkins is going to run on that weak ass D just like Jacobs did. They're going to cover the seven and a half, baby. It's only seven in the contest. Stinky. Does anybody have what the preseason look ahead for this was? This has to be the biggest. This has to be the this has to be the biggest change of the whole NFL yeah. season, right? It's similar to your AM, dude. It was hey, Rams dude, minus 10. I was and just going to say that. AM this can't, was going to be seven point right. dogs with the 10 point phase or whatever. Yeah. No, AM was 17. Opposite. No, AM was 17 against was, LSU preseason. Out, right. I heard Brad, yeah. Brad Powers or someone had, a, had LSU. Plus, plus 14 and a half or yeah, something, it, and it's it still gets lost. Hooked, gets hooked up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, for an NFL preseason line to, to make this type of move, I think shows you what it is. So it was Rams minus 10 preseason look ahead. That seems about right. Um, and here you That's go. It's, com- it's completely flipped, and now you're at – so you got 17 and a half points of, of movement in the NFL. That's wild, wild. Anyone who listens knows I'm retired from teasers. I will not do it. For those who want to tease this game, be very careful teasing division games. Be very careful teasing road teams. Nothing. I mean, what could possibly go wrong with a road touchdown division favorite, right? What could possibly go wrong? I can't name a thing, Matt. That's why I was being quiet. No I, can't, I can't name anything, yeah. so that's ours. Wasn't answering you. All right, dads. Good stuff. Good show. Everybody, make sure you're following at Fade You Sports on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will see everybody Monday night to recap all this crazy wild shit that comes down to the last two possessions. And uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do halftime this week of the Colts. We'll see how many scores of Colts are down at halftime. See if there's any uh, any fun second half plays. Maybe we'll do that. So, all right, Chris. Remind everybody what happens sometimes when you bet on poop. Like Aaron Rodgers and uh, Jordan Love in prime time, you might get hooked by a little hook like a fish, but it's okay, Dad. Keep betting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. Nah, 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 nah,